What's going on, everyone? This is Behind the Board, the podcast where I, your host, DJ Magic Hat, aka Blake, will be interviewing DJs here at the Wicked 102.5. And with me, I have a very special guest. He is the one that has been making all of our cool merch recently of this year and in the last year. And you might know him as the guy who makes our shirts, but I know him as Kent Picklesheimer. Kent. Hello. All right, Kent. Give us just like a... Let's give us your major and stuff, you know, that what you do here at the school, okay. and then give us a rundown of what you do here at the station. Okay. Well, um, me and Magic Hat are on our senior year, but Blake is going for his master's, and I'm done. I'm out of here <laughs> um, after the semester. My major is Homeland Security. My minors are in cybersecurity and terrorism studies, which, you know, it's going pretty well so far. I love both my minors and my major. And um, at the radio station, I'm the promotions coordinator. I also do graphic design for the school, but I put everything on the merch that you see from Wicked, and I also pretty much plan paint you from scratch every, well, it would have been every single fall semester, but, you know, yeah, I'm upset that. So you do all the promotion stuff here recently at Wicked. I want, and when you mean plan stuff, from scratch for paint you give us like a rundown of like what that process is like well for at least like like a big events like that that we're promoting because i think some people don't know what like really goes into it right so paint you is obviously you know i don't pick the djs that's like the higher up exec uh the general manager and the program coordinator would usually pick or vote for the people to play music so that's i don't do anything with that but what I do is I make a design or like make a font that, that makes those DJs that were chosen look cool. And like the, the event is basically mine after that. Like I buy all the, the glow stuff you see. I uh, make the shirts. I post things on social media like flyers getting ready for, for it to happen during orientation week. And uh, yeah, I mean... I set up the tables. I get people to pass stuff out. <clears throat> I plan where the tables go, where, you know, so just, like just everything. Every so like it's like your whole other than like location of stage and then music. Everything else is like yours. Yeah, it it was definitely nerve wracking because I I remember. Um, wait, um, I can can I say other people's names? <laughs> yeah. Like, like first names. Okay. Yeah, let's do just do first names. It's cool. Okay. Well, uh, my my boss or the general manager when I first became promotions coordinator was Thomas, and he was like, he was like, hey man, this is all you, and that it, it was crazy. Like I had never been in charge of anything that big before, so it was it was definitely nerve wracking for sure because like I wanted it to go right, and. Uh, Thankfully, it did, and everyone was coming up to me and giving me compliments about how well that I handled the the situation. Because I guess the last guy before me was like very stressed about um, painting you when it was going on, but everyone said that I took it really well, so I was really happy about that. Nice, nice. So we're on a show together. Yes. Memory loss. We are. So I guess explain from your side of memory loss how it's like being on air from my side yeah like how i see how i see memory loss or yeah like how like how do you see our show and then like i guess your feelings of like 
what's like being on air for you because you're because like because other than the show you do the promotions like that's kind of it you don't have like your own separate show or anything right uh i mean it's definitely fun i i kind of enjoyed you know not being trained as a dj anymore just because i draw and i design stuff for the studio so that's just my way of like showing my gratitude or whatever but uh but yeah i mean the show is obviously really fun we all have amazing chemistry and we knew that from the start whenever we were just in the studio goofing around before we actually started our shows and uh even thomas he he even said so like he was in there with us with us because he used to be the the training director at the time and he was like wow you guys are you guys know how to talk <laughs> so and for those of you who don't know most of the music that we do play on memory loss is the fridays at 6 p.m eastern standard time uh is picked by kent because oh, that's Kent, right. I do usually do that. Yeah, because Kent, I will say, not really a question here, but Kent is really good, has a great taste of music and really good at picking out good music. So what, right. when you are picking out music for our sh- at least for our show, for like anything, what are like things that you really look f- like look for in the in the music that you're picking? Well, I think it's the same way that I pick stuff to, or I think it's the same way that I design things. You got to, you get, when you're listening to the song or when you're making the design, you got to think like, will other people like this? Like, will mm-hmm. other people enjoy seeing this on a shirt or on like a, a little baby football or a hat or something? You just gotta, you just gotta think about like, <clears throat> will someone like this and will someone also enjoy it as much as you do? So that's just kind of what I pick in songs. It was, it was hard because like where where I grew up, people hated my music, <laughs> and also I I used to have like really bad music taste i mean i would only listen to spongebob on the on the bus to like basketball games but is that bad music taste let's be real it's not okay it's maybe not bad music taste but i definitely didn't know anything about music how about that i would say because when's the last time you heard a bad song from spongebob you're right okay but i mean i would (laughs) those were my warm-up songs for basketball games in middle school that was all i had (laughs) that's a little rough yeah and then um, maybe, or maybe I would listen to like uh, "Viva La Vida." Oh, my Coldplay. Yeah, that's a strange playlist. It's just, yeah. it's just SpongeBob, all like all like the movie soundtrack, right? Or are you talking about like, like everything? Like everything. Everything. So we're not like movie yeah. soundtrack episodes, and all of a sudden it's the, it's like, it's like it has a shuffling. It's like, yes, the Coldplay's coming up. I can feel it. <laughs> Just the one song, the, the one, one song that everyone yeah. knows. I have, I still have the iPod that I have all those songs on. So if you really, if you were curious, I would let you listen to it. Just, yeah, just so you could see what middle school me was like. I mean, it's okay because I also had an iPod Nano with the SpongeBob soundtrack on it, mm-hmm. and that was the only thing my grandpa helped me download on my onto my iPod Nano, and yeah. I didn't know how to do it. Like, as a kid, so I was like, okay, so it's the only thing I listen to. So mm-hmm. I just listen to it doing chores. Right. But, but yeah, no, music is, like, it was really hard for me to get into. But after, I think it was uh, White Iverson by Post Malone. And after I, after I heard that song, I was like, whoa, I got to listen to more music. And I just started adding song after song after song. Like, I have a 36-hour playlist on, on uh I don't have a Spotify, but I I have like an iTunes family thing, so I use that. What uh what in that song, "White Iris" and by Post Malone, really 
like caught your attention to you're like maybe i need to pay attention to music more because that's kind of what it was right you yeah. like it was like an eye like what really like opened your eyes there to that kind of it was just really it was really vibey and i i guess i i don't know i'm trying to think of like what i would have thought at the time mm-hmm. it was just a good song like you could just listen to it you could chill you could listen to it at night you could listen to it during the day like you could listen to the song anywhere that you felt like you wanted to listen to it and it just sounded good no matter no matter what situation you were in if you were happy if you were sad if you were just trying to chill if you were doing homework like everything so i was like whoa and then i just uh oh and then i started playing uh video games and i started watching like a lot of montage videos yeah and a lot of people i would go on those montages and like um steal all the songs that sounded interesting or different like the rock songs or there were like alternative songs that actually sounded pretty good. And then also there was like a new wave when people were making montages of like first person shooters where they were adding like really chill. Um, uh, what is it? Maybe, maybe like not, I wouldn't say R and B, but like kind of lo-fi ish beats yeah. to their montages. And it was different, but it, for some reason it made the montages better. Cause like there are, there are very subtle drops in the songs that I'm thinking of. Um, it's mostly from the band. Oh wonder. Okay. But, but yeah, like the subtle drops in those songs and then they would combine those with like them, you know, getting a cool shot in the montage and it just really connected well. So I listened to a lot of like really chill stuff at, will, at one point. This will be a two part is with two, two questions, two part question. Okay. So, the first question would be, "What is your favorite genre?" And then the second question would be, "What is the what is your favorite? What is the favorite song that you have played on our show that you were like, yes, we we got to play this. Like this was this was it. Like I could quit right now because we played this <laughs> on air." Uh, my favorite genre, I I think I just newly, I think it's kind of like hidden mm-hmm. because I listen to a bunch of music. So, but I think I have just now realized maybe a few months ago that m- the genre that I listen to the most is R&B because I can sit there and just listen to just a random R&B playlist and just love it because um, the music is the same way that White Iverson is. <clears throat> you can just listen to it whenever. Okay. That's why it's like <clears throat> the encompassing, like I can just like sit down and this is just like kind of like, yeah kind of like maybe like background music like the whole time is that like what it kind of was it's like this is something i can always be listening to in the background right and never be upset right about what's going on because it just sounds very pleasant yes okay. exactly and uh what was the second question the your the song oh your favorite song that we got to play on the air like the one like you picked a song you're like i hope we get to play this and then we did and then you're like yes mm, i don't know because there have been a lot of songs. It would it would probably have to be um, "Follow Me" by Leviathan because oh, that yeah. song slaps so hard. Like the first drop is not it's not the greatest. Like it's not good, but the second drop, oh my gosh, slaps <laughs> so hard. And the oh, when when those <laughs> drops hit, I mean, I know that's it's not R and B, which is ironic, I guess. But dude. I don't think we've played R and B on our show. At any, like, I don't know. I don't think we have because um, I w- was I telling. I can't remember if I was telling you this yesterday or if it was someone else. But 
I I don't choose songs that just I think that yeah, I like. Yeah, you told me that yesterday. Okay. You said you don't choose songs that you th- that's just that you like. You try to choose songs that you think everyone will like. Right. So you don't think everyone's you think you're the sole proprietor of liking R&B? Yeah. <laughs> you're the only <laughs> the only person. There's no. only all these bands make music just for Ken. No, 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 but it, if I if I had the choice, Memory Loss would become like an R&B show. So <laughs> um definitely I I can't do and that. Sometimes I would say sometimes it doesn't fit the vibe for the show. Right, right. Because that'd be really weird if we had nice chill R and B. Yeah. And then we get back and we're screaming at each other. And then, and then if I find a song on the show that I that I really like, but it's a different genre, I try to find songs around that same genre to right. to match it. Sometimes it doesn't work out, but sometimes it does, and it's nice. So. Yeah. So. I will say you listen to a bunch of music. You pick out a bunch of songs for the show. Yep. What What does music mean to you? I know it's a little tough question so you can think about <laughs> it. But, like, when you are like listening to music and, you know, you find, like, the songs that really hit you deep, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what Like what does music overall mean to you in your life? Like, how does that, like, affect you? Well, I mean, it definitely, it definitely brings out, you know, certain emotions that I either choose to ignore to feel or things that I didn't know that I was feeling that like uh, that level of intensity. Mm -hmm. So for example, I before or when I left call or not college, when I left high school, like when I graduated um, I was just like driving around all by myself and I was I was listening to John Bellion and like the songs that I was listening to it was like making me realize that you know I was gonna miss Ohio like it wasn't the river looks like garbage because there is garbage in it a lot (laughs) and but you know when the sun is over the river it looks nice and that's where I was I was like driving over the bridge just listening to music and I was like man you know I, I'm definitely gonna miss this place like this is where I grew up but it was like I'm ready to move on so but yeah it just makes me feel things that I didn't know that I did feel or things that I ignore to feel so music to you is like a way almost for you to just express what you're feeling like even if you don't know what you're feeling like when you're right. listening to songs you can like you just have like a I guess like a gut feeling or or like a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, an, an implicit like feeling of like when you're picking out songs and, uh, and listening to them. Something that I can't remember what, I think it was sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it was a little later than that, but uh, sophomore year of college, I, or Connor kind of got me into like really hard EDM kind of stuff, which um, helped me find, you know, new songs like the Follow Me, like uh, by Leviathan. And when I listen to those, they just like really pump me up. And when when I'm listening to those songs, I always imagine me like fighting Connor, <laughs> you know, like in Dragon Ball Z style. Yeah. Yeah. Because it just gets me like pumped up because I, I don't know. I just imagine us just like flying around, just like punching each other and stuff. And I think it's cool. I love this because the first episode I had was with Connor. Mm-hmm. So people are going to listen to that one and they listen to this one. And it's going to be because that because it's going to be like you're talking about like music and it's like brings out a lot of good feelings. And it's like 
Yeah, when I listen to EDM, I like I like to beat up Connor. That's what it <laughs> sounded like. It's like I like to fight him and then just beat him. Like, do you beat him up or is it like a good fight? No, no, it's like a fun fight. Oh, okay. It's like you know, yeah, it's like it's like the fight before the fight, like the warm up. Oh, the war, the yeah. warm up. Yeah, go. It's like uh, Goku and Vegeta fighting with, uh, just like fighting each other to train. It's kind of like that, or like, or like whenever. Well, I don't even know if I can explain this because like I really can't. No one's gonna understand what I'm talking about. So yeah, never because mind. nobody watches Dragon Ball. Right. <laughs> no one watches Dragon Ball. Kent is a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I am. Why? <laughs> Because like seriously seriously yeah like like why what about drag like this is actually a serious question because it's a big part of like who you are and like it influences a lot of what you do yeah why dragon ball because when i was very little probably i mean i'm talking like maybe five or six maybe mm-hmm. seven or eight somewhere around there uh i was like not skinny i was a pretty big dude like i would i weighed more at that age than or I weighed more at like, it wasn't like five or six, but around like eight or nine, 10, that's when I weighed like 170 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And we had, we, we, wa- me and Ian, my little brother, we watched like regular TV shows. But when we went to our cousin's house, they introduced us to Dragon Ball because they had all these like cool action figures and stuff. And I was like, what? Because I only played with like Hot Wheels cars. <laughs> so when I saw these buff, action figures that weren't like wwe wrestlers you know they look cool with their spiky hair and stuff i was like what that is sick and they our cousins just got us into it we started playing like all the games we mom our mom literally bought us a playstation 2 and the original xbox at like the same time with a game with like a gamecube and stuff just so we and she bought like all the dragon ball games for us and then wow. every Christmas, she would buy us, like, literally a tub of Dragon Ball Z toys. And do you did you ever have a Kmart? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Kmart used to sell these exclusive Dragon Ball Z action figures that, like, they were really nicely made. And I can't remember the company that made them. But when Kmart went out of business... Because we, we would go there every week. Every Friday, we'd go there and get a Dragon Ball toy. Or we would go to Dollar General and get one of the um, the VC... The... VHS tapes? Yeah, the VHS tapes. Uh, until we got the whole collection. Like, we would wait until they would get new new uh, v- VHS tapes in. But, yeah, we went to Kmart every single Friday and got one of these toys. And then Kmart eventually went out of business and that company that was making the toys stopped making them. So all of them that we have that we bought for 12 bucks, they're all worth like 80 bucks plus now each. It's crazy because I still don't think you answered my question. Oh. (laughs) You just went, you just talked about Dragon Ball. You're right. It's okay. (laughs) What is like, what does it mean to you? Like you get so excited when you talk about, you just talk about this huge story. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because not a lot of people... I don't not I don't think a lot of people have that kind of like drawing to a lot of things. Okay, it's it's like it's like my life motivation because when I the main protagonist in Dragon Ball is Goku and like I I looked up to Goku like my whole life because I was like I was this big dude and I was getting made fun of and I was like okay, well, I just won't eat. And then I then I became this really skinny dude and I got made fun of because I was skinny. So then I was like, okay, I got to put in some work. Like I got to do something that's, that's going to change. And I was like, I want to be like this. So that's so it's why. like, it's like everything 
maybe not everything, but maybe like it's like the idea of like what Goku is. And yeah, the show is like the motivation that that you needed, or that maybe you still need. I don't know. He was like he was like this really kind guy that was really nice to everyone, but like he trained harder than everyone to get what he wanted. So, yeah, man, I can see because. I know it's kind of a weird tangent because we're talking about music, and I sadly made you talk about Dragon Ball for like five minutes, <laughs> which some people might not like. But it's just—I know it's a really big part of like just who you are, and this is just kind of like a right. A, you know, we're just like, and that's like that's like anything. Like I, I'll get an emotional pull to anything that does that. Like uh, there's there's another anime called Demon Slayer, and there's a scene that I can watch over and over again, and it's whenever the main protagonist. He trains for like two years and to cut this giant boulder in half with his sword. And when he finally does it, I just get like some weird emotional attachment to it. Like, whoa, he, he like did that. So even though it's fake and like it's a cartoon, it's still like a big deal. So Yeah, no, it's okay. Because I would say I would say music kind of gets the same way. Right. Like, it's the same way you just described. See, I'm tying it together. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> like music to you draws out these emotions and then dragon ball obviously is like a life motivation so like what i guess like together do they like they do come together yeah so what i guess like man i'm having a hard i i have like it's here the question is here Mm -hmm. it's okay i'll think about it later okay this this isn't like the final question but this is the final question like i i got like here Mm -hmm. what does wicked mean to you because we joined wicked like at the same time because I made you join, but <laughs> like what now that you're like so, I would say so into it, like like brought into it and like developed into it, like what is it what like from this your whole time here on campus, you've been with Wicked for four years. Mm-hmm. What is uh, what does it mean to you? Well, I think it took me a while to get into it because you know we weren't really in the office or we didn't really like go around for the first few years that we had been working at the station. Uh, and having a show so it definitely took us a second to get involved i mean we were going to like tabling and stuff so Mm -hmm. that was cool and that's how we got to meet everyone but i don't know i still felt like i was missing something like i needed to get more involved somehow and that's when i did the the speech about how advertising at the school isn't wasn't great it's getting it's definitely getting better because you know i'm there (laughs) um but but yeah, like I was just looking for a reason to get more involved. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, w- I guess you knew I was creative yeah. or, or whatever. Like you knew that I had ambition. Yes. And so Blake was like, Blake was like, man, dude, you should just go for promotions coordinator. And I was like, all right, fine. I guess I will. <laughs> and well, I mean, like you say that and it's not even like I wouldn't even I knew you like want I knew we, like we like all really like want to get involved in stuff. But like you just know what people like. Yeah. Like you talk about it in music too. Like you find music and and you're like, well, do people like this? And you said when you're designing something, do people like this? Right. Like you already had that mindset. So that's why I suggested it. Right. And and I got the job and like it helped me get more involved. I I was scared because, you know, I didn't really know anyone on the board at the time. So I was thinking that they were thinking, oh man, you know, he doesn't really come around a whole lot. Like he kind of disappears kind of thing. But no, it was like that was my big debut. Like that was my reason to get more involved and um but yeah, we I'm trying to think I'm trying to think how to like connect it because of what mm-hmm. wicked means to me because it's just I just want to make it better. 
Like, I want to improve Wicked as much as I'm improving myself. Okay, so it's kind of like... I get that. You want to, like... You're, like, reflecting your own, like, ambition to always keep improving onto Wicked. And I guess... It's like... It's... uh, Bleh. It's good to do that. Yeah. And I can see the uh, motivation and the ambition you have to do that. Right. And I'm also, like, a huge fashion dude, so, like... Like, I know what people want to wear, too. Like, that's why I'm excited for these hats and the socks and tie-dye shirts. And maybe even if you wanted to, you could tie-dye the socks. Uh, We got these new sick hoodies coming in. Like, I'm excited. I am, too, It's going to be awesome. Thank you, Kent, for coming in, telling that deep dive here with Kent Picklesimer. Thank you guys for listening. This has been Behind the Board with yours truly.